Welcome in, everybody. Happy Thursday. Um, we're here. It is Thursday, June 25th. First and foremost, I want to apologize. We didn't get a show in on Monday. Completely my fault. Got uh, a little bit too busy. Uh, but we're here now, and we're catching up on a lot of news. Um, and today's show is jam-packed. I mean, we have got one of the best shows for you today. Hopefully I hit it on the head. Hopefully these segments are as good as I hope they are. Um, but we're going to we're going to go into Sheila Ford Hamp being the new principal owner of the Detroit Lions. We've got a new GM for the Pistons, Troy Weaver. I'll get to that after Sheila Ford. We've got baseball is back and then I've got a little bit of a plan to maybe not make this Tigers 60 game season a success, but at least something that you are going to want to watch. It's going to be entertaining if they do it the way I want them to. But let's just dive right in. I want to jump into the show because we've got so much to get to. Sheila Ford Hamp is now the principal owner of the Detroit Lions as her mother, Martha Ford, stepped down on Tuesday. And my first thought when I read that, I read, you know, if I saw it on Twitter. All right. I saw it on Twitter, uh, you know, Detroit Lions statement. So I said, ah, what's this? You know, what's their statement on? Read that first line of Martha Ford stepping down as the principal owner of the Detroit Lions. I almost threw a party. I thought she was stepping down to sell the team, to bring in a, a complete new ownership. I almost. I was full of joy until I read the next line, the next sentence. Sheila Ford Hamp will now be the principal owner of the Detroit Lions. And then my heart broke again. My hope that they would sell the team suddenly is, is just, it continues. And I, I stand before you today still wanting them to sell the team. I don't care that Sheila is now the owner, uh, the principal owner. It's still in the Ford family. I want it sold. This doesn't change a dang thing for me. But I know Sheila won't sell the team. So I can't get on here and just, uh, you know, beg her to do that for, you know, the 15-minute segment we've got on this. Uh, you know, I can't just sit here, sell the team, sell the it, It's not going to accomplish anything. So we have to settle for Sheila being the owner. We have to assess how this, this Lions team can be successful with Sheila Ford Hamp as the principal owner of the team. We have to uh, figure out that way. And in doing that, you start to think about uh, you know everything that has gone wrong. They bought the, uh, bought the Lions on the same day JFK was assassinated. 57 years of ownership, and we've seen nothing but uh, terrible things happen to this organization. You know, never get it right as a head coach, a quarterback, a GM. We've got two buffoons leading this team right now, Bob Quinn, Matt Patricia. It's disappointing. It's very, very uh, disappointing. 
So it begs the question, does Martha Ford stepping down and Sheila Ford taking over, Sheila Ford Hamp, uh, does this change anything for you? That's the question that I'm kind of asking everybody today is, is there a legitimate change in maybe hope? Do you have more confidence? Do you believe we could actually see change here? That, that's the question I'm asking today. Does this change anything for you? For me, it doesn't. For me, like I said before, if you saw my statement, uh, I, I put out a video on Twitter, uh, you know, in that afternoon after we got the news, gathered some thoughts and and put out a video saying that, you know, I'm still in the camp of we've got to sell the team. We need a new ownership group before this team ever steps in the right direction. But like I said, I can't sit here for 15 minutes and talk about, hey, Sheila, sell the team because that's just not going to happen. As much as we want it to, you can't speak that into existence. She even said that in a press conference that afternoon that it's going to stay within the family. Great. So what every Detroit sports fan, Lion fan wanted to hear. But nevertheless, we have to look at, okay, Sheila, you're the owner now. You call the shots. What can you do to make me confident in you? What can you do to instill that confidence in me so I don't get on here and rip you like I ripped your mother for the past 12 months? Because I did, and I would continue if she was going to still be the owner. I ripped her in this offseason. I was probably ripping her a month ago. Sheila, I'll do the same thing to you if you don't start putting this team in the right direction. How can you do that? What is the first step? Okay, and for the people that say, oh, well, she can fire Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia right now because that solves, uh, you know, the eternal problem. Well, that's just forfeiting the season, and that's not something that I want to do. As much as I don't want them to be the head coach and GM this season, firing them right now doesn't solve any problems. They're going to be the GM and the head coach at the start of the 2020 season. We just got to accept that. But in, in saying that, what steps can she take before the 2020 season begins that would at least give me a sense of, okay, she is focusing on change. She is getting ready to uh, build this team or at least send this team into what we think is the right direction, whether she gets it done or not is is you know, two totally different things, but taking a step in the right direction. What can she do to do that? Rod Wood, the team president, he he used to be the uh, Ford family accountant. And then somehow he says, I'm qualified to be a team president. Put me in, Martha. Yeah, that didn't work out so well. And it didn't work out so well because he straight up admitted that he doesn't know very much about football. But yeah, him being the team president makes perfect sense. He needs to be removed of his position and sent back to be the Ford family accountant or do nothing. I don't care. Don't be my team president. That fact. That's exactly what I want to happen. It just shocks me that we thought, hey, he should be the team president, even though he admitted he doesn't know much about football. Hey, that makes perfect sense. Um. I don't understand how that happens. That that that's mind-boggling, to be quite honest with you. 
Uh, Wood needs to go before the 2020 season. It's quite obvious. That's the that's a that's the first move I think she could make. Maybe a move before that could be Bill Ford, her brother, um, Sheila's brother, Martha's son, um, who has been non-existent in this franchise since Martha took over. Um, he needs to be put back in the equation. Straight up, he needs to be put back in the equation. And let me tell you why. I think Bill stepped away when Martha took over because he thought Martha and Sheila uh, were being complete idiots and were just running this franchise into the ground, which is pretty much what they've done. They fired a head coach that went nine and seven back-to-back years to get a six-win team and a three-win team. That doesn't make any sense at all. You know, uh, you just look at the, we got we got to look at the facts here. Don't look at who you like. Don't look at oh track record. Yeah, let's look what they've done so far since being in Detroit. Absolutely nothing. Now, not that I ever praised Jim Caldwell. I thought, eh, I don't know if I like Jim Caldwell. I think we need to do better than nine and seven. But uh, Bob Quinn opened his fat mouth saying nine and seven isn't good enough. He hired head coaches won nine games in two years. You tell me what's idiotic. Um, so Sheila re- needs to realize, Hey, I have an opportunity here. I'm now the principal owner of the Detroit lions. Hey, Bill. Hey, bro. Hey, brother. I need you to come back. I need you to be more involved in this franchise because I need to be successful. I need to turn this dang thing around to the press conference because things only got more interesting. After your initial thoughts of Sheila Ford taking over, the press conference gave you more content. Okay? Gave you more content. Sheila was terribly prepared for that uh, press conference. She had awful answers to the questions that she was asked. All owners and GMs do in press conferences, they just BS everybody. They tell you the they tell you uh, the clear Crap that's gone wrong. They give you what you already know. Essentially, that that's exactly what happens. They tell you, well, what they should have, what Sheila should have said, okay, was, hey, for the past 50 years, what we've done is unacceptable. Losing this much, unacceptable. Not winning at all, unacceptable. No playoff wins, unacceptable. She should have said we need to put a winning product on the field as soon as possible and that I am going to do what my parents couldn't, bring a Super Bowl champion to Detroit. We are going to draft well. We are going to hire well. We are going to be a team in the playoffs and compete at a high Super Bowl caliber uh, every single year. Ah, That's BS. Because no one would believe it. But guess what? It's better than what she said. Because what she said is, nobody hates losing more than me and my family. Oh, really? You've done it for the past 50 plus years. She said she wouldn't put a certain wins or losses on this season. Just show improvement. Really? You're going to bail Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia out that much? You love them already that much? 
that, you know, they've done nothing but lose since you've brought them in, but you're not going to put a wins and losses. You just want them to show improvement. Oh, really? So they win four games. Eh, good enough improvement, right? You've got to be kidding me. Really? Her GM said nine and seven isn't good enough, and you're not even going to tell them, hey, you got to win nine games. Really? I've already told you guys on this podcast before. I don't care. They're fired if they don't make the playoffs. Make the playoffs or you're both out of a job. At the end of the 2019 season, Sheila Ford Hamp co-signed a letter to the fans saying that this losing is unacceptable and we must put a winning product on the field. Why didn't she say that in her press conference? It's not there. Go look. Her answers to the question she was at, like, if she BS'd everybody, yeah, she I'd probably be like, ah, she BS'd everybody. But she had the right answers to every question she was asked. We don't think she can ever get there, but at least she's saying that. Oh, she couldn't even say that. We've got to have change. She should have flat out said, I am going to do what my parents couldn't. What my dad died trying to do and failed at. We are going to bring the Lombardi Trophy to Detroit. That's what she should have said. But no. She chooses to then bail out her GM and head coach saying, I ain't even going to put wins and losses on this season. Just, Just improve. If you win four games, I'll call it an improvement. You gotta be kidding me. Serious. You've gotta be kidding me. Look, I'm not so sure the Sheila Four thing is gonna work out. I don't know if it's going to work out or not. I really don't. She might be good at her job, she might not. But here's the thing you already started off behind the eight ball because you're Martha Ford's daughter. And then you just embarrass yourself in this press conference. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I don't know. Playoffs are bust or Bob Quinn, Matt Patricia need to be fired. That's it. Bottom line. Fire them if they don't make the playoffs. Get Rod Wood out as president. Bring, bring your brother Bill Ford in to help out. Those two things can be done before the season. Fire Quinn Trisha after this season. And then sell the team. We'll be right back. This is the Jacob Cat Show. All right, everybody. Welcome back. I've cooled down. Um, after that little rant. Look. You know, at the beginning of the show, I forgot to mention, like, people might skip through this piston segment. People might skip through the baseball. You know, they might not care what I have to say about the Pistons, Troy Weaver, uh, baseball being back, or the Tigers. But most people are going to listen to the Lions. If you care about the show, if you listen to the show normally, you're going to care about my take on the Lions. Everyone in Detroit at least cares about what the Lions are doing, whether you're a fan or not. It's just interesting. I get heated about them, you know, and if the Pistons ever become, you know, I've, I've started to pay more attention to them, but man, 
the, the nothing fires me up like the Lions. Just idiocy, right? Just complete morons. Hopefully, the Pistons are heading in a new direction. As Troy Weaver was named the Pistons general manager. Came from Oklahoma City. Uh, he's vice president of basketball operations there. Look, on paper, this is a great hire. From, from, from top to bottom. On paper, this is a great hire. Okay, this is a guy who who makes great moves, right? And, and that's something we've kind of lacked in Detroit, not just the Pistons, but GMs as a whole. We haven't seen GMs go out and uh, make, you know, big moves that make the team better or put them in the right direction. I think we're getting that now with Steve Eiserman, and I hope we're getting it here with Troy Weaver. But Bob Quinn doesn't go out and make any huge moves. And Alavila doesn't even trade the guys everybody else in the league wants. He still doesn't get that deal done. So, with Steve Eiserman now being uh, that guy with the Red Wings, maybe Troy Weaver can be the guy with the Pistons. And we can bring back the days from the early 2000s when the Pistons and the Red Wings were the team in this city. Maybe the Tigers can get there too. They just had the number one pick. We've all lost hope on the Lions. But look, like I said, the Troy Weaver hire is great on paper. Okay, this is a guy who does go out and make moves. He's got a great eye for talent. Okay, he when he sees talent, he goes and gets it. He You know, uh, drafts, which, hey, that draft is coming up for the Pistons, and they're going to have one of the top picks. You know, and they might be sitting top five. We hope top three, maybe even number one. Highly doubt they'll land there. But look, we 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 bring in a guy who sees talent now like he's one of the best eyes for talent in the entire league, is now with our, our team. I'm sure he's already talked about this, you know, he's talked to the scouts, see what they like, what they don't like, what players, you know, uh, interest this team and Look, he already talked about wanting Blake Griffin. He's in the plans for the future. So Blake Griffin's not going anywhere unless Blake Griffin wants to go somewhere. And I'm confident, very confident, if Blake Griffin wants out of Detroit, Weaver's going to find a magnificent trade for that. And if Blake Griffin doesn't want out, which I like Blake. I like watching. If I turn on the Pistons, which I will now more, Hey, I'm good. I want Blake on the court because it's entertaining. Same thing with Derrick Rose. Now, I think Weaver's going to be able to manufacture that trade uh, of getting D. Rose out of Detroit. You know, uh, that'll suck a little bit because I do like watching Derrick Rose. But I want this team in the playoffs. I want them to compete at you know a high level. I want them to be one of the top four teams in the Eastern Conference. You look at Oklahoma City. James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. They were all in Oklahoma City at one point, right? Recently, traded away Russell Westbrook. Recently, took a team that was full of nobodies. And they're now in the playoffs. The Oklahoma City Thunder were projected to be one of the worst teams 
in the league in 2020. One of the worst teams. Where are they at now? Playoffs. Not because of the expansion either. Not because that Western Conference took more teams than, uh, you know, the Eastern Conference. The Oklahoma City Thunder are in the playoffs because they were a damn good basketball team in the 2019-20 season. Why? Because they obviously drafted the right guys. They put the pieces of that puzzle together the right way, and Troy Weaver was credited mightily for that one. Not all the credit, uh, uh, but he was a part of it tremendously. I think the Pistons are getting a good one. Okay, He took the Oklahoma City Thunder, who has zero talent. They've got nobody on that roster. You could probably spill out some names. Jacob, you're missing this guy. You're missing... I don't care. You're going to tell me that you expected that team to be in the playoffs. You're going to tell me you expect it. Without the expansion either, you're going to tell me you expected that team to be a playoff team. You're going to tell me that that team is going to beat the Houston Rockets. You're going to tell me that that team is in the middle of the pack in the Western Conference. Stop. They might have a few guys that are worth anything, but you they've exceeded expectations like there's no tomorrow. Troy Weaver's a huge part of that. Maybe he can replicate that those things in Detroit and make us a, a contender. Maybe he doesn't. But grading this thing on paper right now, I like it. I like it a lot. I have some confidence in the Pistons now. Maybe not uh, Ed Stefanski still. Still don't like Tom Gores. Still don't like Ed Stefanski. But hey, general manager, Troy Weaver. I think this is a step in the right direction for the Pistons. See how the draft goes. See where they end up drafting. But hey, step in the right direction, right? Uh, very interesting step in the right direction. Something I like. Okay, Troy Weaver is now the uh, GM of the Detroit Pistons. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jacob Cox Show. This is the Jacob Cox Show Sports Update Desk. The NHL Draft Lottery is on Friday at 8 p.m. The Red Wings have a chance to pick first overall. You'll find out where they'll pick Friday night at 8 p.m. Also, the National Hockey League Hall of Fame put out their 2020 Hall of Fame inductees. Ken Holland made the list along with Marion Hosa, Jerome McGinley, Kevin Lowe, Kim St. Pierre, and Doug Wilson. In golf, the PGA Tour stiffened rules after positive tests of COVID-19. Brooks Kepka has withdrawn himself from the next tournament as his caddy tested positive. We'll send you back to the show now. This is the Jacob Cox Sports Update Desk. Baseball is back. Yes, it is. Oh, yes. Baseball is back, baby. All right. These are the words we've been waiting to hear for months. All right. We finally get to hear them. We should be watching the game we love right now or. Last night, heading into today, 
we've got an afternoon Tigers game. We've got a, a night game for the t- Tigers. Whatever. We should be watching it. But it is better late than never. But man, baseball's back. Be excited about it. I'm happy about it. You should be too. All right. Let's break it down for a minute. All right. I, I don't want to go into uh, all the ins and outs of this agreement between the players and the owners, because what's the need? I'm too excited. We get baseball. We get to watch the Tigers. We should be happy about this. The MLB and the Players Association agreed to a 60-game schedule, full prorated salaries, um, universal DH. They're going to play 40 divisional games. We'll get to the Tigers uh, part of this in the next segment. Um. Like I said, I, I'm not, I can't break down this deal. I'm too excited. We've got baseball. This is what we've been waiting months for. Months, months, months we've been waiting to hear. Oh, baseball's back. But we, it's official now. It is. This is happening. We get to see a prime year of Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, and Bryce Harper. That's only the tip of the iceberg. Cody Bellinger, throw him on there. Uh, you know. We finally get to boo the Houston Astros, if there are fans. See, that's that's something I guess people, when this first started, people uh, you know, brought that up that, oh my God, the Astros, they're going to get bailed out of getting uh, humiliated by a home crowd or you know, going on the road. If they ever had to go to LA, they'd just get attacked by Dodger, Dodger fans. Like, this is something that you know, we're going to miss. Like, this isn't going to happen. If there are no fans, which uh, I believe an owner said today, I forget which owner. I can't remember which owner, but maybe it was the Indians owner said that we we hope, we're optimistic, we're hopeful that we can have fans in the ballpark. And even if it's 25% or they let's say 10,000 fans, those 10,000 fans will boo the Houston Astros to Timbuktu. And I hope it happens. You know, I'm all for safety and everything, but I hope that some 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 ballpark can fill up a stadium just to boo the Houston Astros. I disgrace to the game of baseball. Absolute disgrace. Already I've already kind of touched on the Yankees thing. If the Yankees cheated in indeed, put them on there too. Straight up. But most people hate the Yankees already, so the Astros is, is just a little bit different. We will see a champion be crowned, which is what we all kind of wanted. We're all excited about a champion being crowned. I'm excited. You you know, like I said, you should be too. Um, I wrote a blog the other night when when baseball officially came back Wednesday night. Um, if you if you haven't read it, please go do that. Um, just get on Safari, type in the Jacob Cox Show. Dot WordPress dot com it's all one and you'll see today's podcast uh episode links scroll past that boom we've got a blog baseball is back you can read it um and look within that i talked about how this season whoever is crowned that champion might have an asterisk next to their name in the record books. But I'm here to tell you right now. I'll pull a Stephen A. Smith. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Want to know why we don't care? Because 
we all want to see baseball. Right? That's it. We just want to see the game be played. We want baseball. We want to see it. We want it live. Uh, You know, this is, you know, what we came to see. We've been waiting months for this. Months. And I'll tell you right now, um, this segment, unfortunately, this segment, I forgot to hit record. Okay? On... Not on my podcast, but for the YouTube channel. I apologize. I apologize to everybody. Um, So this segment will not be on the YouTube. The Tiger segment will. I'll make sure I hit record on that one. Uh, But we'll miss out on this one. Dang, I'm so sorry. I just realized that. Um, But yeah, I'm here to tell you right now we don't care about, uh, you know, the potential asterisks next to whoever wins this World Series. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I, I, I could care less about an asterisk or not. We're seeing baseball, which, you know, for me, I honestly thought, okay, that that it's not possible not going to happen this season. I thought 2020, yep, we're, we're not going to have a baseball season. It, it sucks, but it is what it is. The circumstances... You know, players, owners, idiots, right? But we get to see baseball. Something that I'm happy about. I don't care about the asterisks or not. You're telling me if the Tigers win it that I'm going to care. Oh, it was only 60 games. I don't care. You won the World Series. You've got the trophy. They ain't taking it away from me. Opening day is uh, July 23rd or 24th. Uh, Only beating the NBA and NHL by about a week. Um, when they should have beat those leagues by more than a month. But again, not going to go there. Baseball frustrated all of their fans, but we finally get to sit back and turn that TV on and watch baseball. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to go turn on MLB Network tonight and listen to those guys talk. Because I haven't in a while, because I really haven't cared enough. Baseball rubbed me the wrong way, where I didn't care what was going on I'm on MLB Network. But now that baseball's back, they're going to be the first sport back. I'm still going to pay attention to the NBA more, in the NHL more, but we've got baseball back. I'm going to turn into MLB Network because I, as much as I dive into hockey more, I love hockey. I love basketball. I love football more than anything. Uh, I still tuned into MLB Network every single night in the summer because there's nothing else on in the summer. There's nothing else to watch in the summer. So yeah, MLB Network, you get those live look-ins. You get to see baseball. I do love baseball. Play baseball. Right? So I'll I'll tune in. MLB Network, baby. So here's the thing. Players will test positive for COVID-19. So don't be shocked. Don't be worried. It's going to happen. Players will test positive. Unless there's another big wave, baseball will play their entire 60-game season and postseason. We've already seen Phillies players test positive, and there will be more. But guess what? They're still saying, come on, we're playing. Come on, which is totally fine. That shouldn't stop the game. 
College football players are testing positive, or I shouldn't just say football. College athletes are arriving on campus for workouts, you know, summer workouts, summer classes. They're testing positive left and right. Uh, but that's not stopping them. They're still going ahead with workouts. Some schools have said, ah, oh, yeah, pause. They're not kicking them off campus. Look, guys, uh, players testing positive, even coaches testing positive. We just can't halt the game because we saw one team get 15 positive tests. You just can't stop the world. Can't stop the entire league. So don't panic. On July 1st through 3rd, when you see a ton of reports come out, positive, positive, positive. It's all right. It has. It's going to happen. Expect it. I'm telling you to expect it. I really am. It'll be okay. And you'll see positive tests throughout the entire season. Yeah, your favorite player might get it and he might not play the day you're going to the ballpark to watch. It sucks. But this season will go forward. We will play this season. We will have a great season. We'll be right back. This is the Jacob Cox Show. Alrighty, welcome back in. I've got a plan to make this Tigers 60 game season at least entertaining for us fans. We, you know, you want to tune in. We've got baseball back. You want to tune in. Hey, I've got a solution for you. Okay. Call up Mines, Manning, Fajardo, Scuba, and let them all pitch. You'll have Fulmer, too. He's already throwing some simulations. Hey, one, two, three, four. Oh, that's five guys. Ah, yeah. Let them pitch. Throw a couple of them in the pen. Sure, I don't care. But you better have them on that, you know, what, what we're going to have a 60-man roster, 50, I think 60-man roster. Yeah, let him pitch. Why not? Maybe call Torkelson up for a couple of games. Make a deal with the Royals. Say, hey, you throw your you know, 23-year-old kid. We'll throw our 23-year-old kid, and we'll throw you know our 22-year-old bat in the lineup. Why not? What's it going to hurt if Torkelson swings and misses for four games straight, goes 0 for 4 both days? I What? Who cares? See, uh, people uh, get into, you rush them, don't rush them. Hitters and pitchers. You don't rush pitchers because it's their arm. Putting Torkelson in the majors and then sending him back down to the minors, what's the problem with that? Okay, cool. He's 0 for 4 for four days. Hey, go crank some bombs in AAA. What? Who cares? He'll get the confidence back. It's his first year. It's not a pitcher. I I just, I'm not saying for 60 games. I want Mize and Manning and Fajardo and Scooball up for 60 games. Yeah, I want them pitching. In every series, I want to see those guys. You get Cleveland, Minnesota, the White Sox, and the Royals. Those are 40 of your games. 
You also get to play the Cardinals, Pirates, Brewers, Cubs, and Reds for the other 20. What What's going to hurt? Look, no one's expecting you to go make a postseason run here. We know what you're going to be, a bad baseball team. Make this exciting to watch. And maybe these guys step in and give you some wins. So you've got, oh my God, we've got guys we want to watch play the game. Oh my God, they're successful. The ultimate entertainment trip. Right? Like this only helps Alavila. This only helps the Tigers organization calling up these guys. Exactly whatever Tigers fan wants. And if you don't, please, let's go watch Jordan Zimmerman pitch on a Friday night with nobody in the field you really care about because they're all they, none of them will be here when the Tigers are successful. Yeah, I want to go watch that. I want to go spend my Friday night watching that. No, I want to spend my Friday night watching Casey Mize on the bump, Spencer Torkelson at first base, uh, Paredes at shortstop or third base, Condelario in there. I, I want to watch some entertaining baseball. Guys, I want to be watch on the field. Because if you've got Jordan Zimmerman starting and virtually nobody as a future Tiger in that field, guess what? You're playing the Indians on that Friday night. I'm turning the TV off. I'm not watching that. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm just not. And I think a lot of Tigers fans might feel the same way. Give me some entertainment factor. Give me a reason to watch. Casey Mize, Matt Manning, Alex Fado, Scooball, Fulmer, Torkelson for a couple of games. Hey, I'll watch that. That's entertaining to me. I'm going to dive into that. And I'm not going to criticize, uh, you know, Torkelson for striking out. I'm not going to criticize Mize, Manning, Fayeto, uh, Scooball for Fulmer for giving up a home run. Now Fulmer shows me he's washed up. Okay, time to move on. If Fayeto is washed up, yeah, time to move on. And if Mize and Manning just do nothing but blow, and we're seeing experts say this isn't good, yeah. We got another entire rebuild to go through. But you might as well see if we've got any uh, reason for optimism in these guys. It's a perfect opportunity. A 60-game season that no one's expecting you to win. And if you're telling me that starting Jordan Zimmerman on a Friday night against the Indians, it gives us the best chance to make the postseason, then Alavila is drunker than I thought. Bottom line. Dip. Bottom line. This is the way to pull Tigers fans in and make them watch this 60-game season. Calling up Casey Mize, Matt Mack. Getting this entertainment value, something you want to watch or have interest in. How good are these guys doing? Because I'm going to watch. You know, if Casey Mize takes the bump, Manning, if any of those guys I stay to take the bump, I'm watching that game. But if you've got Jordan Zimmerman starting on a Friday night, yeah, I'm going to... Plans come up, I'm, I'm going to do those plans. 
and I'm not I'm gonna make plans to watch the guys I mentioned. You starting Jordan Zimmerman on a Friday night? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes to the plans to go hang out with the boys. Instead of Casey Mize, you know, making his first start. That's a difference. That's the things that need to, you know, uh, provide entertainment value for this season. Right? Give us something to watch. If you don't make these moves, nobody's going to care about you. And if this isn't successful, who cares? You have the 2021 draft. If this does, if this, you know, if we're still a terrible baseball team, at least we wanted to watch this. And if it's, you know, people that are concerned about the draft, this team's either going to suck or they're they're not. And calling these guys up doesn't change that. Because if they call them up and they suck, okay, cool, you still got the 2021 draft. And if you call them up and and they're good and you've got a good team and it ruins your draft slot, guess what? You found your future. The draft is not that much important anymore. It's a win-win situation. And if they suck, it doesn't mean they're not a part of your future. It just means they still need some time. And then you draft good in 2021 again, and you create a nucleus. But if you don't do it in twenty uh, in the 60-game season, and then you draft well in 2021, you still got a nucleus. Yeah, but we haven't seen any of it yet, and you just bored me for 66 days. Straight up. I want to watch some good quality Tigers baseball. Not saying this team is going to be good with these call-ups, but at least it's entertainment that I want to see. I want to watch these guys play in a old English D uniform at Comerica Park. Straight up. Fact. That's all I got to say about that. Call them up. It's what we all want to see. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jacob Cox Show. Alrighty, folks, welcome back in, and uh, that's all I've got for everybody today. It was an intense episode, more intense than uh, I usually am. I'd, I'd say that. I think, I think you know, if you listen to that whole thing, you you probably are gonna agree that I was a little bit more intense than usual. But hey, entertainment value. Um, if you want. Each segment is available from today's show on YouTube, except for the Baseball is Back segment. I'm so sorry about that. That isn't up on YouTube, but what is, you can watch the Sheila Ford segment on YouTube. You can watch the Troy Weaver Pistons GM segment on YouTube and my plan for excitement for the Tigers. You can watch that on YouTube as well. Just go to YouTube, type in The Jacob Cox Show. And uh, look for the segment title that, uh, you know, that you want to hear. You want to watch, nonetheless. Um, And this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. However you are listening, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. And if you choose to go watch a segment, um, I I appreciate that as well. Um, Please share the YouTube, uh, share it on Apple, share it on Spotify, whatever you can, Instagram stories, Twitter, Facebook, uh, you know, whether it's texting a friend, Hey, check this out. 
Um, whenever you can, um, you know, I greatly appreciate it. Um, and I will see. I hope everyone has a great weekend. I mentioned on the uh, update desk we got the Red Wings draft lottery tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Number one pick, baby. Come on, be the number one pick. That's what we're all hoping for. Um, and I hope the Red Wings do land that number one pick. So that'll be interesting. I'll be heartbroken if they don't. We got a lot done today. I told you it was going to be a jam-packed episode. I don't know if I quite hit the nail on the head, but I brought up some good points, talked about uh, the the updates that we needed to get. Sheila Ford is now the principal owner. Uh, Sheila Ford Hamp is now the principal owner of the Detroit Lions. Troy Weaver is now the Pistons general manager. Baseball's back. Um, have a great weekend, and I will see you on Monday. Yeah.